0: You know when you're hanging out with someone, and when the interaction finally comes to an end, you let out a sigh of relief and feel completely, utterly drained. Most in-person interactions are energy-boosting, but I'm sure that you've experienced a few occasions where it's the opposite. This person could be a friend, a colleague, or even a family member. We call these people energy vampires. They're the kind of person who demands more from the listener than they give back in return, and so it's an unbalanced situation. Now, we are by no means saying that energy vampires are bad people who should be avoided. No, not at all. But there are definitely some measures that you can take to protect yourself from being excessively drained by them. So the strategies that I'm going to share with you today in this video will help you engage with energy vampires in a thoughtful and sustainable way. So if that sounds like it's useful to you, then stick around. What's up, Explorers? Mary Daphne here of Exploring.co, where we believe social skills are the key to the good life. What's the good life? It's where you call the shots, you have a crew you can count on, and you're on a mission that you care about. Before we jump in, I wanted to let you know about a great free resource that we've created for the Exploring community. It's a comprehensive Small talk guide. Click the link in the description box below to get the free downloadable delivered straight to your inbox. Okay, now back to energy vampires. A beautiful aspect of social interaction is that it actively recharges and rejuvenates our brains. Research shows that its salubrious properties cause us to live longer and happier, healthier lives. But Not all social interaction is made equal. Not all in-person meetups are going to revitalize us. In fact, some might just drain the life out of us. And that, dear Exploriner, is because of energy vampires. We can all probably think of an energy vampire or two in our lives. They may not have always been that way, and they may not remain that way in the future. But the fact is, our most recent interactions with them, we emerged totally depleted, like we've just fallen out of a tumble dryer. Nonetheless, these are often people that we can't avoid. And in many cases, we love many other aspects of them. So, what to do? The following are a few helpful strategies that you can employ To mitigate the deleterious effects of energy vampires, so that you can save your precious energy for more pressing matters. All right, let's get into it. So, the first strategy is to set time boundaries. You need to set boundaries to protect yourself, and that means protecting your time. In small doses, energy vampires are manageable. It's like going for a brisk jog. You can quickly recover after that. But in large doses, they can put a serious dent in your day. That's when you need to whip out the garlic. Vampires are presumably afraid of garlic. I don't know. Old wives' tale, maybe. But in all seriousness, you dictate how much time you can spend with them. You know your limits. Maybe an hour is your limit. Maybe you can only spend 20 minutes with them before you feel utterly drained and exhausted. So, you need to figure out your threshold and know it before you meet them. So, when you greet them, you let them know off the bat that you only have a certain amount of time to chat. Make it clear at the beginning that you have an upcoming time sensitive obligation. You don't have to make something up here. It can be as simple as, that you've explicitly blocked off time to do something else. They'll understand. Remember, your time is just as important as someone else's. On to the second one. Know when and how to say no. When it comes to setting healthy boundaries, that also means when and how to say no. Energy vampires have an uncanny way of pressuring you into listening attentively when you actually need to be somewhere else. Maybe you have a big exam you need to study for and your energy vampire friend swung by your library desk to tell you all about how awful their most recent romantic breakup was and they're just not going away. Don't be afraid to say, sorry to cut you off and I really appreciate that you came over here to tell me about this. But I'm actually in the middle of studying for a huge exam and I need to get back to it. I'd love to hear more about it when I have the time. This is where knowing how to politely interrupt really comes in handy. And we have a video all about that which you can check out. The goal is to be considerate of the other person's feelings but firm in communicating that you have to get back to whatever it was that you were doing. Anyone who cares about you will accept and respect that even if they put up a bit of a fight in the process. Number 3. Choose your ground. You might not realize it, but your location can have a significant impact on your ability to extricate yourself from a conversation. Think about it. If your energy vampire comes over to your house, it's no easy task to politely kick them out of your house when you've reached your limit. Compare that to meeting at a coffee shop where it's just a matter of you standing up to leave, or at a restaurant where paying the bill is a natural sign that the engagement has come to an end. The trick here is to meet in neutral spaces with obvious exit strategies. Context with explicit ends like meals or going to a movie can be very effective because you have a rough sense of how long the engagement or interaction will be. And it's an easy way to transition out of that context. Number four, make it less about them. Now, this is a complete 180 turn from what we usually say, which is to focus the conversation on the listener. That approach works really well in most contexts. But with an energy vampire, chances are the only thing they're focused on is themselves, so they don't need your help with that. Energy vampires love, love, love to talk about themselves, to make it all about them and to shine the spotlight on their life, celebrating, complaining, and everything in between. So for your own sanity, each time they dive into a topic about themselves, make it a game of finding ways to tie what they are saying to something bigger than themselves. It could be society, art, politics, science, or just a recent book or article that you've read. If you're lucky, you'll land on a topic that they're passionate about, and the conversation goes from a one sided soliloquy to a pleasurable and engaging discussion of more worldly matters. Number five, plan your topic ahead of time. So, related to the point above, sometimes the best way to combat an energy vampire is to make sure that you control the reins of the conversation. A good way to do this is to prepare what you plan to talk about ahead of time. If nothing comes to mind, turn to the resources around you for inspiration. Watch an educational YouTube video, we have loads of those on our channel. Hint, hint. Listen to a podcast, watch a TED talk, or listen to an audiobook. Make some mental notes or even jot them down on paper. Now, it might sound a little bit weird to have an agenda if this is a close acquaintance of yours, but the point is to have some brain fodder. So have a list of meaningful things to discuss so that the conversation doesn't devolve into an hour-long deep dive into their aches and pains, literally and figuratively. This tactic works when your engagement is pre-planned less so for the spontaneous ones. But you can also prepare yourself for an unexpected encounter by having a more generic set of talking points that you're ready to whip out on the spot. All right, there you have it. Five powerful ways to fend off an energy vampire. Let's quickly recap. Set a time limit on your interactions so that you don't get drained past the point of recovery. Learn how and when to cut the conversation off when that time limit is reached. Choose a neutral space with a clear exit strategy. Make the conversation about more than just them. And plan ahead so that you can steer the conversation towards a topic of substance. At the end of the day, an energy vampire can only drain as much energy as you allow them to. You are your own boss. So If a conversation ever reaches a point that you aren't comfortable with, don't hesitate to take control and put an end to it. Be polite, thoughtful, and respectful. But most importantly, be firm. The more prepared you are, the tighter grip you'll have on the reins of the situation. So now that I've shared our thoughts, I would love to hear about your experiences with energy vampires. What warning signs do you look for? What defensive strategies have worked for you? Share that with me and the exploring community in the comments below. And if you love this lesson, please be sure to let me know. You can give this video a thumbs up on YouTube, and if you haven't done so already, subscribe to join our tribe of explorers so that you never miss a lesson. And if you ring that bell, you'll get notified about the new lessons and our weekly Live streams. Email this video to a friend or coworker who also wants to supercharge their social skills. And while we're at it, feel free to also share this video with your friends on Facebook and Twitter as well. And remember, the write-ups of these lessons are always available on our blog over at exploring.co blog. With that, have an awesome week, Explorers. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you next time for your next Exploring lesson. Happy Exploring!